Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome to Hat with Abigail and Eliana. And we both said our actual names, so. Yeah, this time. It's pretty we clear. Right? Us. We can't lie to you. You guys know our voices so well, so like, <laughs> is that creepy? I'm like, you guys just know our voices. <laughs> I don't, that's how, when, when I, like, first start listening to a podcast, like, the best is when I, like, start knowing whose voice is whose. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, this is like, I hate it when I'm, like, confused, and I'm like, I don't know who's who right now. Right. But it, for their sakes, they know. Like, it's like when you're first getting into a show, because this is literally a show, and, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll just, like, understand who the characters are later, and then by the end, you're, like, sobbing that it's over, because you're, like, losing part of your family. Yes, yeah. we're, we're your family, guys. Yes, <laughs> moral of the story. <laughs> okay, so this week's Parsha in America is, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't know why I just made that clarification. It's Parsha <laughs> and um, yeah, we're doing this later in the week. Today's a Thursday. Usually we do it like on Tuesday. Tuesday, but, but I crazy line. I did not plan my life out accordingly. I didn't either. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, hey, you can have social life for once. Social distance, social life. (laughs) Yes. Um, But, you know, we're always going to come at you guys. Like, we're always coming out with our episodes. Don't worry if we're a little late. We're not forgetting you guys. You can never. Never. Even though you guys are forgetting us, probably. <laughs> okay um well anyways uh you know what book we're coming at you from it is oh, yes. essays on the weekly half tour reading from the rabbits and professors of Yeshiva university published by Magid, which is koren koren yeah we love koren plug plug everyone go buy this book go half torah check half torah 100 like get your 50 percent off <laughs> 50 so generous of koren <laughs> they're so sweet oh one day they're actually we're gonna be so famous and they're gonna be like who are these idiots talking about our company we are never going to support them no, and they're going to be like, we have not printed this many books. Like, everyone's going to be looking for a Mitoha Ohel. They're going to be like, we did not think this book was going to be so popular. I'm not going to ever be able to buy one. It's going to be out of stock. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They literally didn't print enough. Because remember when I was trying to find one and Corin just, like, literally stopped selling them for, like, a week? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why. Yeah, like, whatever. That so was- get them while they're there, guys. True. Usually. Right wouldn't pressure you but we want you to have it yeah we want everyone to get the, okay yeah. <laughs> cult. okay but like it's borderline i don't know yeah. on, you guys know we're your leaders yeah yeah, yeah. shout out again <laughs> to our loyal loyal followers who get it when we're like a day late and are like conspiracy time hello true are you guys? oh my god please send us your videos let us know where you think we ended up, who you think took us, etc. Make a story out of this. Literally, let's have fan fiction. Fan fiction! Half Torah! Oh my god! Oh my god. Guys, please, if you do, you'll get a shout out for the rest of your life. Oh my god. We literally just talked for like 20 minutes instead of doing this. And, this <laughs> and it's four pages. Four pages, so. Um, shall we dive right in? <laughs> let's dive right in. Do you want to start? Sure. Oh my God. Changing things up. So yeah. this week it's, um, 
Haftorat, Bahalotra, and Shabbat Hanukkah. I guess this is lamed on Shabbat Hanukkah also, um, but right now it's June, so I'm just a little confused, but whatever. Um, and it's moving to the right. That's what it's called, and it's by Rabbi Shmuel Maybrach. Okay. Rejoicing, rejoice and be elated, daughter of Zion. The palliative words of the prophet Zechariah usher in the beautiful Haftorah of Shabbat Hanukkah and Parshat Pahalotra, in which the exile ravished Zion is told of her glorious and secure future. future. The prophet continues to, com to comfort the Jews by describing his prophecy of Yoshua, the exiled high priest, being restored to his privileged duties in the temple as God rebuilt it. With vivid imagery, Zechariah first envisions Yoshua, Kohen Gadol, with the Satan on his right side, prosecuting him. God then censors the, bleh, wow, the Satan and prohibits him from criticizing Yoshua. The Chavetzrayim, Alatora, Prashat Palotra, observes that the classical description and depiction, guys, I, my eyes are failing me today, just bear with me, okay, <laughs> depiction of the Satan or of critical angels, places them on the left side. For example, the Midrash Tamchuma in Shemot 18 expounds on the prophet Micha's vision of all the hosts of heaven on the right and left of God, and explains that the intent of the verse is not directional, but rather the right represents angels with favorable statements and the left represents angels with that condemn. As such, the Chavetz questions why Zechariah's prophecy reverses the stance. Okay. Isn't that why we like bow like when we like Osei Shalom, we like bow to the like right first? I feel like I've heard something like that. We're like, that's what? Do we bow to the right first? I think so. My muscle memory is saying yes. That's so interesting. Maybe, like, maybe some people do others because I know we bow to the left first. Wait, let me. One, two, three. Yeah, left, right, forward. Maybe I do it wrong because I'm pretty sure I go to the right first. It could totally be that, like, people do different stuff. Maybe it's because of this. <gasps> yeah, maybe. That's so cool. There's different reasons. Yeah. Guys, tweet us, let us know which side you do first, and if I'm just wrong, <laughs> like what the real hell is. I am, because that's equally a possibility, Eliana. You don't give yourself enough credit. <laughs> I I really don't know. I'm like, ooh. Okay, let's continue. Um, he explains that the Satan, or evil inclination, thrives on making each person sin. At first, it, it attempts to induce sin by seducing the individual. However, if the person demonstrates invulnerability to the Satan's advances, the Satan tries another tactic. Instead of trying to allure a person to become involved in something clearly negative, it puts on the guise of a righteous influence. The Satan tries to engage the person in matters which are ostensibly noble and virtuous, yet, um, yet which it knows can often lead a person back into its clutches. If the Satan cannot induce evil from his standard perch on the left side of an individual, he switches to the right side and tries to convince the person that he is doing a mitzvah. However, the Satan's full intent is to use the mitzvah to influence the person to do wrong. Life is full of examples of such methods. There are individuals that, for the sake of, of the mitzvah of Kibbutz Abba'im, argue vehemently um, about their turn to lead the congregation um, on a yard site. Some incorrectly relax the rules of Lashon Hara for noble purposes. There are those that support Torah institutions with money illicitly obtained. Unfortunately, there are many other examples such, of such confusion. The Mesila Isharim um, cautions, cautions one against such behavior and advocates introspection as a means of constantly assessing one's bearings. He elaborates that introspection has two different aspects. The first is um, 
Yifashvesh Bemasav. A person should check his actions and of course but and of course any effective introspection chooses Whoa. Oh, I thought that because it said Yifashvesh again. Oh well. Thank you. Um a person should check his actions and Yifashvesh Bemasav. He should evaluate his actions. He explains that of course any effective introspection chooses which actions are good and which are bad. Yet it is also incumbent upon a person to double check his actions. Even actions which are intrinsically valuable might be a ploy to get the person involved in something incorrect. Some explain our nightly prayer of Vaser Satan Milifanenu Ume Acharenu and remove Satan from before us and from behind us in a similar vein. The first Satan we ask God to eliminate is the malicious and obvious Satan who is before us. However, we add an additional um, request to God to remove the beguiling Satan who masquerades um, as if it's influencing us to do good. However, it is really hiding behind us to make us do mitzvot in order to sin. Interesting. It's like a very twisted uh, pathway. Yeah, and it's like, I I like that um, we already like, we do like know the rule. Like, I forget where we learn it, but like, like I like how they specify at some point in like the mitzvot and stuff that you can't like a mitzvah that you do that you can do by doing an avera like you don't get the mitzvah for it. Right. Um, okay. In Tehillim, King David prays to God concerning a wicked individual that he encountered. Let Satan stand at his right side. This striking appeal also seems to place Satan on one's right. According to the Chavetz Chaim's elucidation, that curse is very apropos. King David describes the impious individual as one who, in return for my friendship, accuses me, repays me, repays my evil for good, and hatred for my friendship. For one who specifically betrayed David and contorted goodness and friendship into evil and hatred, the obfuscation of the Satan impersonating the opposite fact, force of the Yitzhak Tov is a suitable punishment. In fact, some of the commentators, Ralbag, um, Adlock, explain that the Mal- malevolent individual that David is referring to is Doeg HaDomi, the undisputed Torah luminary of the generation. The Talmud in Yavamot states that Doeg advocated that David was halakhically unsuitable for inclusion in the Jewish people, much less the monarchy, as he descended from Ruth the Moabite. However, Avner, David's general, responded with the well-known halakhic tradition from the Beit Din of Shmuel Hanavi that a female descendant from Moab is permitted to enter the fold. Since Ruth was allowed to become a full Jewess, David was therefore a legitimate Jew and an, and an appropriate candidate for king. Doeg's contesting of David's leadership could have been a purely halachic argument. However, the Talmud in Sanhedrin describes how Doeg later transmuted into a, a despicable individual, transmuted, interesting word, okay, mm-hmm. and ended up dying without any portion on Olam Haba. The Talmud concludes that Doeg's Torah knowledge did not permeate his character, but had merely been a facade constructed by a verbiage. Um, of verbiage. Considering the Talmud's details regarding Doeg's Weltensch, that is Weltensch. That is some like Freudian, like German. Definitely German. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> personality, so something like that, I guess. It is clear that his argument had been made in order to cause conflict and hostility. He had turned a valid halachic concern into a vessel for strife and illegitimate debate. It is extremely fitting, therefore, that David's prayer to God concerning Doeg was that he should merely continue on his path of having the Satan masquerading on his right. 
the uplifting words of the Haftorah remind us to constantly be vigilant about the cunning satan and to realize that sometimes, as Shakespeare phrased it, fair is mm. foul. I love that. Okay. Yeah. May we be privileged to see the time of the clear manifestation of God whose seal is truth and see the fulfillment of all of Zachary's magnificent prophecies in all their splendor and glory. Amen. Amen. That was a very interesting um, Dora Torah. I'm kind of confused. So, like, the the Haftorah was Zachariah, but he, like, talked all about David. True. <laughs> what? Okay. Also, I think you're right. I kept on thinking about it, and I think you do start on the left. I think I was just... Honestly, like, I don't know if I'm right at all, so... <laughs> Whatever. Um, but what I think... Comment down below, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was interesting. I liked the, like, idea, but yeah, I'm not really seeing the connection either. Yeah. Okay. You win some. Interesting. Satan, like, uh, what did I really gain? I'm not sure, except that the Torah, like, likes to draw Satan as being on the right, but the Satan, Satan will go about in any way to, like, get what is, what, what could be done, done, I guess. Yeah, like, I think it, I think it is really, um, interesting and and it's like so true like you have like people like I guess it's more common in like shows and stuff who are like like just blatantly like mean and like bad people but then you also have like the like kind of like sneaky snake people who are like yeah I'm on your side but they're like bad people also right (laughs) it's true guys think of like some crazy character in like some show yeah let us know (laughs) All right. Um, I hope everyone has a really great Shabbat and life in yes. general. Um, keep social <laughs> distancing because it's probably a good idea because Corona's going up because no one's looking to rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your masks, wear your gloves. Yes, we are your health officials. Listen. <laughs> Listen oh. to us. <laughs> Inject some Lysol into your system. That definitely sounds healthy. <laughs> Do like a Lysol cleanse. Ooh. Hey guys, don't listen to us. It's like actual suicide. So. Oh my god, I hope no children listen. Whatever, we're under explicit. If yeah, we are literally rated as explicit. To us, we're telling your parents. Okay. Uh, <laughs> bye guys. Bye. I love you. Good job. Bye.